I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, happy Friday and welcome back to the news du jour. So we actually, strangely enough, have an all celebrity news du jour episode for you guys today. And this is mostly because the Britney Spears news is a lot. There's a lot to go over there. So that's going to dominate most of the episode. But there were two other celebrity pieces of news that I thought were really interesting and that I wanted to cover. So I thought, it's Friday. Why the heck not just do a full-on celebrity podcast? So I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into it. So for our first story, like I said, we're going to be going over some free Britney updates. So there has been a lot of movement in the Britney Spears case. Yay. This is a good thing, you guys, because keeping it stagnant only benefits the conservators and not Britney. A judge ruled yesterday that Britney could hire her own lawyer as well, which is a huge breakthrough because it's kind of a nod from the judge that she believes Britney is mentally fit to pick her own lawyer. She could have said no on the grounds of Britney not being mentally fit to do so. And that would be a nod that she was going to uphold the conservatorship. But the fact that Britney gets to pick her own lawyer, it's it's a nod that she believes Britney's capable of this. And it appears that Britney has chosen Matthew Rosengart, an experienced Beverly Hills prosecutor who seems to have been after the job for a little while now. He represented Sean Penn in the past, and he immediately took an aggressive approach in court. And thank God, finally, someone to speak up for Britney for once. He said, quote, One thing that everybody has lost sight of in the controversy and all the litigation and all of the drama is what is in the best interest of Britney Spears. Can anyone disagree that it is not in the best interest for Jamie Spears to be a co-conservator? The question remains, why is he involved? End quote. Yeah, buddy, that's what I'm talking about. So he also asked that Jamie Spears, Britney's father, step down voluntarily from the position of co-conservator. Yes. That's what we want to see. But Jamie's attorney has already stated in response that Jamie will not be stepping down in that manner, quote unquote, whatever that means, which to me proves that he really is corrupt and only in this for himself. 
Because why wouldn't he step down after hearing all the hurt he has caused his daughter three weeks ago? If he cared for her, he'd step down. Brittany spoke out again in court saying that she wishes to charge her father with conservatorship abuse, which if what she's saying is true, I don't blame her one bit. Her lawyer publicly said that he would be filing a motion to end the conservatorship by the end of next week. But legal experts have advised me that even if he does so, it will likely not be heard in court for about a month or two. So we'll have to stay tuned on that. There's just a lot of um, red tape and paperwork to go through and things to formalize the relationship between the lawyer and the client. And he presumably has other clients. So, um, you know, it's just going to take a little while for them to get in a groove, get all their ducks in a row. And ultimately, we want that filing to be strong. We want it to have all the information and be done well. Um, We don't want him just filing something all willy nilly. We want this to work the first time. So it's it's good they're taking their time and doing it right. But I do want to address what Brittany said in her tearful address to the court because there were more revelations in this statement and um, some of them were pretty upsetting, you know, further from what she said three weeks ago. So I'm just going to kind of bullet point it like I did last time. So she said that her dad would not let her drink coffee or take her vitamins. He took them away from her. He would regularly show up at her house drunk or call her from her own destined beach house that she wasn't allowed to go to drunk. She says that she believes the team of people running her conservatorship was ultimately trying to kill her. She was told throughout the circus tour, ironically, that her conservatorship would end afterward. She said this whole thing has made her realize that her family never really loved her and explained how they would leave her alone for days in their trailer as a child. She reiterated that her father had shaken her son violently after breaking down her door. Her father also took her driver's license after she was pulled over and received a warning for driving 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. And she broke down crying during the address and asked the judge to please end the conservatorship. Lastly, and I think most importantly, she said that her fans have saved her life and that they gave her the strength to fight all of this. As soon as Brittany was done speaking, her father's lawyer, Jody Montgomery, requested that Brittany pay for her, meaning Jody's, security expenses. Her lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, responded that he will not agree to that without consulting his client first, Brittany Spears. Boom, baby. The days of men making choices for her may be on their way out, you guys. This man really proved that he is there to serve her, in my opinion, and put her interests first. The other team just kept trying to bring it back to petty squabbles over fees and expenses from security to media relations to lawyer fees and more just to delay things. But Brittany's new lawyer said in response to all of this, quote, let's push the fee requests and other petitions aside. 
the court needs to focus on what is in Britney's best interest. That's why we're here. End quote. Boom. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to like this guy for sure. Additionally, the ACLU filed what's called an amicus brief, and that's basically where they are requesting to assist in a case so that they can ensure the client is being properly heard and represented. If you're not familiar with the ACLU, the abbreviation stands for American Civil Liberties Union, and they typically take cases on things like civil rights or reproductive rights, etc., kind of hot button issues. Um, But Britney's case clearly comes down to human rights, and they have opted to reach out to her in an effort to protect her and make sure that no other lawyers are able to take advantage of her the way they have in the past. This is pretty stunning, but also exciting. I am confident that they, the ACLU, would truly put her needs first if for some reason this new lawyer does not. To close out this next step in her journey, I wanted to play for you guys one of the first songs that she ever wrote that seemed fitting for this moment and has been stuck in my head the whole time I've been researching it. Here we go. This next song I'm going to sing is a song that I wrote two years ago um, in Germany. It's the first song that I've ever written. It's a ballad, and I hope you guys like it. Okay, so that is a really tough story for me to follow. Um, I've been super emotional about everything that's going on with Britney just because I was someone who grew up idolizing her and dancing around our living room to her music. And she's added so much joy and laughter and confidence to my life personally. And um, just to hear what's been going on behind the closed doors this whole time has just broken my heart. Um, That song has been stuck in my head this whole time that I've been researching it, along with a few other songs about just her real life, I think, Um, because she made it very clear that this has been going on for a lot longer than the conservatorship. Um, This is something that's her parents have been controlling her and abandoning her um, since her childhood is what she told us yesterday in court. So Anyway, our next story, though, is about the Versace Manor murder. 
Murders? Murder? Murders? I don't know. Trigger warning here, you guys. This story involves both murder and suicide. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Versace murder, but essentially there was this mysterious and sudden murder of the Versace designer outside the gates of his famous Florida mansion. The mystery was eventually solved in the sense of they figured out who had done it, but what motivated it still remains a bit of a mystery to this day as the killer actually killed himself just eight days later on a boat. But just as, that was years ago, for the record, um, but as of yesterday, there was supposedly a double suicide that occurred in the same home the day before the anniversary of the Versace murder. The home had been converted into a boutique hotel in Florida, and the housekeepers were actually the ones to find the two men dead in the room. The medical examiner will determine the ultimate cause of their death, but it's also important to note that everyone involved in this story was a man, and the reason I say that is because Versace was gay, openly gay, and lived with his partner in his home that he was killed right outside of. Um, and the person who killed him was also a man. So people have suspected over the years maybe they had been lovers. It was maybe a jealousy kind of thing because the man just shot him and sped away. But these two men were also found in a hotel room together, both having committed suicide, supposedly. So this is all a big mystery, and if any other crazy information comes out about this situation, we will be sure to let you guys know. And for our last story today, Olivia Rodrigo goes to Washington. Okay, so you likely saw this on our Instagram, but Olivia Rodrigo, the newest teen pop sensation, was actually invited to the White House to help spread the word on vaccinations. She posted to her millions of Instagram followers uh, on Instagram feed, Instagram reels, and Instagram stories about getting vaccinated. She posed with President Biden with aviator sunglasses among other things and we have to say way to go Olivia for using your platform for good and that is the news du jour today I wanted to leave you guys with the quote habits become who you are if you enjoyed this episode please consider becoming a patron of our podcast for $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, 
you have influence. Tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.